Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to the program. You can find us both in video and in audio on uh, YouTube with our television channel there, and then also anywhere you can find a podcast platform. We are just thrilled to always share with you the good things from the Word of God, because it works. Yes, thank God it works. <laughs> thank God it works. You know, and as you can tell, we're old enough to know if it worked or not. And uh, we've both been in the ministry long, long time, many, many years, decades and decades, you know, as far as, uh, you know, 50-something years of preaching the gospel, plus serving God all of our lives. We have found that this book is the absolute truth of the Word of God, and it never changes. It's always the same in every generation. In fact, Terry, it reminds me of Psalm 90 in, uh, I think about verse 1. It says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place and our refuge in all generations. In all generations. Isn't that wonderful? Absolutely. And you know, when I was a kid, uh, people asked me numbers of times, they said, why do you keep preaching the same thing? Why do you stay with that <laughs> message? Why do you? And I always said, because it works. Because it works. If it didn't right. work, let me tell you something, I would not be here. No, and that's if it right. didn't work, I would have quit preaching it a long time ago. That's right. But I Absolutely. preach it just simply because the Word works. God's Word works. He's, God said what He meant, meant what He said, and He's big enough to back it up. No, that's really true. Amen. And it's just that simple. And that's why we want everybody to really realize that the Word of God is something that is so eternal and that His promise, you know, one of those scriptures the Lord gave you when you were uh, the, one of those five scriptures yes. is that, you know, His Word does not change. It never, ever changes. And it's forever settled, the Bible says, forever. in heaven. Forever. And that He has put even His Word, this Bible, uh, above his name mm-hmm. is that the word of God is Psalms so. Psalms 138 verse 2. God say said, that again. For Psalms that. 138 verse 2. God has exalted his, his word, word even above his name. If, if he lied, if he broke his word to anybody, to the, to the least in the kingdom, he'd have to bow his knee to Satan because Satan's the father of lies wow. and the father That's of the liars. Truth. And God's not going to do that. He is not going to bow his knee to Satan. So he said, I put my word even higher, <laughs> higher than my than name. That. If I broke my word, I'd have to break, I'd have to deny my name. That's not going to happen. And that's just an amazing precept. It's a foundational truth in the Word of God. These are the absolute truths Absolutely. of the no. Word of God. No, that's right. And it says we are built on that, you know, and then the testimony of all the Old Testament prophets with Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone. Yes, yes. You have people that have proven this for six to seven thousand years here, depending on the you know the actual theological calendar people want to argue about sometimes. But the fact that for thousands of years God has allowed mankind to literally believe and use the Word of God as a daily cornerstone yes. of their thought processes yes, absolutely. and our believing from the heart, then as the New Testament teaches us, to renew our mind to the Word of God. And then we actually have the ability uh, as being created in God's image, Terry, yes. to where we can speak the Word of God. No, that's right. And we can begin to even create our own world. And if you've lost that or lost enthusiasm for that, or you've gotten detoured in life by just saying whatever pops in your mind all the time or repeating the fear-filled statements 
of your friends and neighbors, <laughs> then Family. you may need to repent and correct your thinking right. and back up a bit and begin to get back into the Word of God and begin to declare the promises of God for your marriage, your family, your finances, and most of all, your health oh, and your soundness absolutely. of mind so that you don't grow old in fear. You know, there, there's nothing more more sad to see is that in the aging process, people become more fearful. Mm-hmm. And they become more selfish or more introverted and thinking all about themselves. Where I think the greatest preventative of that is to get into the expanse of the Word of God. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and begin to see things from a very eternal aspect of, I'm going to live forever yeah. in the, and the God largeness. God has a forever plan. Yeah, it has to be he, a forever plan. He, that's he right. He covenants exactly. that are three that's weeks so or three months or three yes. years. He, no, right. he said to Abraham, this covenant is for you, for you and for your seed after you yes. and their seed after them and right. their seed after them right. and their generation. And their generation. What you know, a comfort. That, that is a teenager was such something I feel yeah. like I can take to the bank. Right. Because I, I said, God, you didn't do this just for Abraham and then you're done. Right. Or just for Abraham and Isaac and Boy, then you're right. done. Or just for that's Abraham, wonderful. Isaac, and Jacob, and then you're done. Yes. You said it was good for for their seed and their seed after them in their generation. Their generation. Which means me. New, right. It's our generation. For an everlasting covenant, not a three-month covenant, not a six-weeks covenant, but for an everlasting covenant. Wow. Once he started it, there is no finish to it. God's well, eternity-minded. That's exactly right. And what a comfort to young adults in this generation, Terry, that are thinking about getting married and raising a family. And there's so many things in our generation that are anti-family, anti-raising children, anti-having children, anti-marriage, anti-marriage, anti-church. Yeah. How do you raise a family without... Like we were, you know, we were, our parents took us to church, took us to Sunday school, uh, you know, had guidelines for us to live by and, and had us be taught, uh, the wonderful principles from the word of God that have lasted us through our lifetime. And then to not know if you're going to be able to do that for your children. No, that's right. You know, this should be a tremendous comfort to young and old alike. As a teenager. That that was just such a comfort to me exactly. to realize that if I could find it in the Bible, that it wasn't passe, it wasn't right. over, it wasn't that's dead right. and buried, it was that's still right. alive, and I could take it to the bank. <laughs> no, that's and right. That that's scripture right. that you just quoted, Psalms 138, verse 3, God's exalted his, his word even higher than his name. Right. That was one of those, as you said, five scriptures that God gave me yes. when I was a teenager. Yes. Is I started my missionary ministry, and that was 52 years ago. That's right. Um, that God gave me that I that put an unshakable confidence in this teenager right. that I didn't wonder anymore. I wonder if this works. I wonder if God will. Or I wonder, you know, I, who knows what God's going to do. It, it right. began to bring definition uh, and understanding That's and right. permanence to anything God said. <laughs> and, and I've just always been so surprised so at, uh, uh, at, at people that used to preach what we preach, no, used right. to believe what we believe, and they've quit. And, and, I, and I've just, you and I have talked about this so many times. So how did they quit? How can, you, how can you not believe the Bible? <laughs> not good. Or not are they good. are they quit preaching what yeah. you know, people label us? People people like to label you things, and so we're yeah, we're so. labeled uh, word Doesn't of matter. faith. Right. You know, I just say, hey, I believe the Bible. Yes. But we're labeled word of faith or or word people or some people call us to name it and claim it and the blab it and grab it and see it and say it. And that's okay. Just just keep saying that over me. I see it and say it and blab it and grab it and name it and claim it. I'm happy with that. No, that's but right. uh, I just don't understand how people could once preach it 
But of course, Paul said that. He said they once preached it and they went shipwrecked. They they fell away. They right. went by the wayside. Right. But it's like, why would you not preach the Bible? No, that's right. Why would you preach that God yeah, heals and then all of a sudden are decide you he speaking doesn't? From? Yeah, there well, has to be an authority. Why, why would you preach you that God saves and all of a sudden say, well, maybe he doesn't? Or that no, God, right. or God, God wants to bless you financially? Oh, yeah, no, no, he doesn't. Uh, you know, the, the Bible's the Bible. It doesn't change. Yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ is right. the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, Hebrews 13, 8. And then God said, I am the Lord. I change not. Well, you know, if Jesus healed uh, uh, deaf ears on the shores of Galilee, then well, he does he'll it, do it today. today. That's right. If he opened blind eyes in Jerusalem, he does he'll it today. He does it today. But whatever Jesus did then, he's still doing he today, do today because Jesus Christ is the same. That's right. Hebrews 13, 8. Today, Don't read it again. forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that is such a, a comfort. There is no change. Yeah, it's a comfort to the, know the, there's no that it's variable, be the, same. the Bible says. There's no shadow of turning. Right. Not, not only is there not a turning, there's not even a shadow, shadow of a turn. There's not even a, a glimpse, an instant no, right. of, of, of thinking about turning. It's just the word is the word. God has said it, and that's the way it is. It's just like going to a restaurant that you know is going to have the same food all the time, and they're not ever going to change. And you can count on, if I go to that restaurant, I know I'm going to get that that particular item on the menu, and it's going to be the same. Is that this way last year? It's going to be this way this sure, year. Sure. And it's just that, you know, that confidence. And, the, and well, that's how a, people feel about their mama's cooking. But yeah, Anna, exactly. Look at the way mama cooked it, because it was exactly. always good, always the same. It didn't change. Right. You know, it reminds me of the old movie, uh, was it Ten Commandments? I guess it was Ten Commandments where uh, uh, Pharaoh said, Yul Brenner played Ten Commandments right. against Charlton Heston being uh, Moses. And uh, uh, all through the movie, uh, Yul Brenner or Pharaoh would say, so let it be written, so let it be done. And I always yes. think that's what the Bible is. <laughs> it was written that way and that's it's going right. to be done that way. God there, said that There's first. not going to be yeah. a change. Right. Well, exactly. Pharaoh changed. Right. No, that's exactly right. And that's that's the, the permanence Terry was talking about here that, that should be of great comfort to the body of Christ in these days uh, that we live in of such massive change and such uh, massive challenges that parents and families, husbands and wives, employers, employees, pastors and churches, government uh, leadership, everything is changing around us, and depending on what you are grounded in will be how you manage the resources and the people around you. And the more the world can control you with fear, the more you sure. will be taken sure. down that pathway. But the more you build your confidence on the Word of God, then the more you are taken into the realm of the creative supernatural power of the words that are on these pages. Absolutely, yeah. And that's why we and have to keep reminding a, you of this. It's Like I said, it created in me as a teenager an unshakable confidence in God. It wasn't a wake up on Monday and say, I wonder if God's really going to do that. No, I wonder right. if he really meant on, on Thursday right. what he said on Sunday. <laughs> There's just that unshakable confidence, no, right. so let it be written. So would it be done that whatever God said, that's just the way it is. That Jesus said, there's not a jot or a tittle of this Bible, of this word that's going to pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. Right. But he said, this, this isn't going to change. It's not going there to change. There is no change. You know, as we were preparing to... In fact, to, he said in the back of the book, woe to them that change, change. anything in this book. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of preachers today changing some things uh, in the book, and that's not healthy. No, it's not healthy. And, it, and, and always... Uh, 
I want to encourage people that are pastors and leaders, uh, ministers uh, that are standing before the people, male or female, all the time, is that, that we have to constantly be our own policemen, guard our heart, and um, really pay attention to how we're thinking yes. about the Word of God yes. so that the enemy, the newscast, the headlines, uh, our relationships maybe with, with other people that we hear things just randomly do not influence our life of faith and trust in no, God. That's right. that's so right. that uh, we have to really stay focused on listening to the right words. Well, how many times did we preach that when we started out? When you and Dean were just young starting out, when Jackie and I were young starting out, right. we, we would say all the time, it doesn't matter what the news says. That's right. It doesn't matter what the newspaper uh, says. That's it right. doesn't matter what the radio I'm says. Not it doesn't matter what the what television It doesn't matter what grandma says. That's right. What matters is what the word of God said. Don't be moved by what you hear. Don't be moved by what you see, see but be moved by the word of you, God. Right. Believe from that's, the word of God. That's the only true foundation. Who was it? Wasn't it Gordon Lindsay that said decades ago, boy, I hope I get this quote right. It just popped in my head. But I think Gordon Lindsay said, Jesus Christ is not just the foundation, not just built on the foundation of Christianity. He is the, he foundation, is the foundation that That's Christianity right. is built on. That's exactly right. Um, it's all about Jesus. And he was there from the beginning. From the beginning. And, uh, and he's still here. Oh, that's and everything marvelous. is about God's Word. Jesus made everything about God's that's Word. Right. You know, when Jesus walked the earth and did all those miracles during His ministry, uh, he, he made the statement, I only do yes. what I see my Father do. He didn't wake, up one, day. He didn't wake up one day and say, I wonder what I want to do today. No, 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 no. He said, I only do, I only do. what I see the Father do. Then He said, I only say what mm. I hear the Father say. What quality. Then He said, I only came to do the will of Him that sent me. That's right. I'm not here to do my will. I'm no, here to do the right. will of him that sent me. Jesus was on purpose that's right. and came to do the will of the Father. Say and what he heard God say. Do what he saw God do. And it would do us well to follow exactly. in that example to say, well, whatever God said that's is right. right. Well, and you know, and thankfully, Jesus didn't come with his own agenda. No. You know, so we're spared exactly. the conflict of who's right. right. <laughs> God the exactly Father right. or the Lord Jesus. We're not. One thing marvelous about the Word of God is that the Spirit and the Word do agree. The Father, the Son, and the Holy. Holy oh, Spirit absolutely. and manifestation. And they're always right. They're always right, and they always agree. Can you imagine if the church and the world would just all of a sudden say, hey, for the next week, we're only going to do what God says. <laughs> we're only going to think what God wow. thinks. We're only going to say what God... It, wow. you, know, you know, this COVID virus is drug out, and then people say, oh, it'll, it'll last forever, and some people yeah. say it'll be back next Until year, and some safe. people say, you know, here toward the end of the summer, it's going to blow up again. Yeah. But, you know, you and I immediately, when they said that, right. you and I immediately both said, Nahum 1-9. Yes. Because Nahum 1-9 says, <laughs> says that God yes. is going to finish yes. this thing. Yeah. He's going to do away with this right. thing. And he right. said, the disease shall not, or the affliction... The Shall, shall not, not arise come again, the second, second time. time. And so that's what we've been confessing. We no, said, that's no, no, right. no, it's not going to come the second time. Hallelujah. We rebuke it. We're, we're not exactly going to right. no, we, we would rather say, all right, the, the experts say it's coming again. God said it's not. That's right. You know, Gloria Copeland said decades ago, Gloria said, uh, you know, God has voted for you. Yes. The devil's voted against you. So it's tied one to one. <laughs> so whoever you vote with, that's right, is going to be the deciding vote. That's right. So if you vote with the devil, the devil wins. It's two to one against God. If you vote with God, God wins. Right. It's two to one against the devil. God voted for you. Satan's voted against you. <laughs> you are the deciding vote. So who are you going to vote with? Who, who that's are you going right. to agree with? That's right. We've had we've got to agree with the Word of God, and it's such a stable, always come back stable, to the Word. 
stable, consistent foundation. You know, it's funny. During, during the, when the COVID thing first started and they shut America down and shut right. the world down, we were supposed to be in Pakistan doing a huge open-air crusade. And, and, of course, we've had to postpone it till the fall because they wouldn't let us go. Pakistan wouldn't let us go. England England wouldn't let us come through there to go. Right. The United States wouldn't let us go anywhere. Uh, and so uh, you and I were quarantined at home like everybody else. And we got out some old – we didn't get them out. We did it on our – electronically now but but we decided to watch that old old series that was such a hit 24 <laughs> you know we were down at matt and jen's house you know your son daughter-in-law and they were watching it and so we went home and just said hey let's, let's watch 24 and so so we started watching it and and of course it's frustrating and irritating and and jack bauer is the hero of the show and he can just you know do wonders and wonders and eat rotten cucumbers right. he can do anything right. and it, it made me think of when the show first came out because it was so popular among the church and it was so popular with my friends and it was so popular with word of faith preachers, big name preachers. They just ate it up. Nothing wrong with that. I ate it up too. I'm I'm not, I'm not putting that down. Uh, And um, I remember Gloria Copeland stood up one day in a big convention and she said, just to start the meeting with a joke, she said, I just want you folks to know that Superman wears Jack Bauer underwear. (laughs) You know, and so um, uh, I was preaching for Fred Price, Fred and Betty, out at Crenshaw Christian Center, the big, huge faith dome, 10,000 people. And uh, and so I'm I'm ministering for them, a two or three day meeting. And and the Price is, I mean, the whole family. I mean, Fred and Betty, all the kids, you know, Angela and Stephanie and Cheryl and and Freddie. I mean, they they all were big 24 fans and big uh, Jack Bauer fans. And the whole church knew it. I mean, everybody in the church knew it, all 10,000 people. And so uh, I walked in there one morning, and everybody's sitting there, you know, and, and I started my message. And I said, I said, you know, I know for a fact that my dear friends, the Price family, they're all sitting on the front row. I said, are really into 24 and really into Jack Bauer. And, of course, the whole church just cracks up laughing and clapping because they all know it. And, uh, and I said, so the title of my message today is what I can do and have done that Jack Bauer could never do. Mm. And I preached this whole sermon on miracles. And I, and I talked about raising the dead. And I'd get through with the testimony about raising somebody from the dead. And I'd say, Jack Bauer never raised anybody from the dead. <laughs> you know, and I talked about a little girl I held in the jungles of, mm. of Guatemala with an American medical doctor standing there telling me, Terry, she's dead. And I held her up for 12 hours before God, and God raised her from the dead. And I told that story. And I said, Jack Bauer's never raised a baby girl from the dead. And I talked about opening blind eyes right. and unstopping deaf right. ears. And I said, Jack Bauer's never had a blind eye open. Jack Bauer's <laughs> never had a deaf ear unstopped. That's right. I talked about cripples walking. And Jack Bauer's never had a cripple walk. Casting out devils. Jack yeah. Bauer's never cast out a devil. And I, and I did that whole sermon that we need to stop and realize that you are a bigger hero. No, that's right. A Christian is a bigger hero than Jack Bauer. That's right. Exactly. The, the, even, even if we look at Hollywood and think, oh, these guys guys can can you know uh, outrun a speeding train faster than a speeding bullet and leave over buildings uh, a christian can do all that and more no that's right a christian that's right. can do more than anything hollywood could ever dream up or ever think up because it's in the word of god because right. god said we could they that god know told us their to god do it. that's right scriptures like that that say 
They that know their God shall, shall do exploits and do exploits. exploits. And then greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And as you were saying, not just when, when the bad news comes on television, Terry and I yell out and preach as much to the television while we're preaching and declaring for ourselves what we believe. And there always well, has to be. with it or disagree yeah, with it. Yeah, you have to. It's how you're going to stand. let those words soak Vote. into you like a slow, you know, soak like a sponge would soak up the bad news. You're going to soak up all the bad report or you're going to immediately say something out of your mouth. No. That will not happen That's in my right. family. Exactly my right. family is exempt. I speak the blood of Jesus over Matthew's home, over Alan's home, over Abigail's home. We talk about your children, my children. We demand that will not happen That's to right. our families. Exactly. Our families are guided, guarded, <laughs> and led by the Holy Ghost, the angels of God, and protected by the blood of the Lord Jesus. And oh, we say back to it all the time. And that's how God wants us to engage the world that we live around. Instead, it, always having something to say. You know, prayer is that someone called us and asked us this morning, how do we pray about all of this? Right. You know, how are you praying about right. this, Brother right. Terry? And so we just said, we have, we're on the attack every day. Well, yeah. Yeah, because prayer... Prayer is like the largest, or prayer covers declaration, it, it covers intercession, it covers binding and loosing, petition, it covers uh, agreement, agreement uh, where we're, uh, you know, saying things you against hell, agreement. and it's just a big category, it's a big communication I, I, system. I think this passes over the minds of Christians and That's certainly right. over the world, <laughs> right. but Jesus himself said, it was his idea. Right. Jesus said, if two of you. Yes. <laughs> and you and I are two. Yes. If two of you on earth. That's we're right. on earth. That's we, right. So we're we two qualify. and we're on earth. We, we qualify. qualify. If two of you on earth agree. Right. As touching anything. Right. Anything. It will be done for what you by my Father, which is in heaven. Wow. Jesus said that. I didn't say that. That's power. Jesus said that. So That's power. So who are you going to believe? That old song we used to sing, you know, whose report will you believe? Yes. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. <laughs> what a happy song. So it's up to you. Joel. It's up to yes. you to decide who do you believe? Right. Who are you going to agree with? The news comes on and says this. Are you going to sit there and shake your heads? Uh huh. Are you going to talk back to it? Right. No, that's right. There, there always has to be that aggressive side of who you are. You know, you and I have talked about this, and we want to help you rightly divide the Word of God and help you understand that we can actually hold two thoughts in our brain at the same time, and we can have the fierceness and the warrior-like attack, defending aggressiveness of the Old Testament. And yet, uh, uh, the, just the veil between that yes. and our heart of compassion for hurting, helpless, sure. vulnerable Fierce people. Fierce as an Old Testament warrior, but gracious yeah. and kind. We can actually do as, both. As a New Testament believer. <laughs> and, and so many Christians are, are confused about that, and they do not understand that, that we can actually be very aggressive, very, very protective, very, uh, you know, out there in the marketplace. Paul even said that when in places he was at, that he got in there and he said he even argued in the synagogue, the scriptures, sure. with people that were anti-Christian and anti-everything sure. and tried to make him feel like he wasn't qualified when he was a Hebrew of the Hebrews. And he said, no, I was very bold well, and know, I we, was very strongly in defense of the gospel every we day. We talked about this so many, many times, even right. on our podcast, 
that whenever David killed Goliath. Yes. <laughs> Great example. <laughs> that David went out there, just a 17-year-old kid. Right, right. Went out there with, with, with a sling. Right. You know, and a, and, and a rock. I mean, whoever thought hitting a, hitting a giant wow. in the head with a rock would no, work. No, right, right, you know? right. But he went out there, and Goliath, the first thing Goliath did, he's standing there, and he's a big guy, and he's got all this armor and the sword, and he's Goodness. got all this stuff, and he's a warrior from his youth, and David just right. keeping the sheep. And uh, uh, Goliath cursed him. The first thing Goliath did is cursed him. Cursed David by his demon gods. That's right. And he said, I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to eat you, and I'm going to, you yeah, know, I'm going to kill wolf. your mom and kill you, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. And you can't stop the devil from doing that. You can't stop the TV. Well, you could turn the TV off. But you can't, you can't stop those no, people from saying those mindset. things. That's their mindset. But whenever Goliath finally got through, yes. it says, then, then said David. David. And there always needs to be a then says you. That's right. There always needs to be a then says me. And And hell's always waiting to see if you're going to say anything. But I come to you in the name of the Lord God of Israel. That's right. And I mean, he began to declare the word of God. And that's what we have got to do. We can't just sit quietly and and, and just let people talk and talk and talk and talk. But you've got to have a then says me. And declare what the word says about your health, your family, your finances. You know, I've I've said for years, the devil really just attacks you in three ways. He attacks your health, he attacks your family, (laughs) and he attacks your your finances. That's right. You know, I mean, it's just a he's not very, you know, he he doesn't have a lot of (laughs) options. Uh, But you've got to have a then says me. Right. And declare what the word of God has That's to right. say. That's right. And you've got to find it in the scriptures where it's written. And you've got to actually know what your Bible says. And it's a lifelong study. Uh, you know, you're never going to be bored. Oh, no. Because you're always going to find something that else and, to and say that will help create from the, from that From the abundance your of life. the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. So when you keep putting that in, the word in, you put the word in, you put the word in, you put the word in you, then when there's a Goliath that starts cursing you, no, or the devil right. says, this time I'm going to kill you, you got out last time, but this time I'm going to kill you, <laughs> then it begins to squirt out your mouth because you no, put it in right. here. You put it in there. And there becomes a then says me, and that's it squirts right. out of your spirit, out of your mouth, and you begin to declare what God said, and then you see the salvation of the Lord. So we want to encourage you today. We're about out of time, but we want to... Uh, leave you with this thought. Be prepared for the day of battle. Learn the Word of God ahead of time. Uh, this morning, we, we've talked about different scriptures throughout the Word of God, and we've given you lots of things that if you took any notes, you can go back and read. <laughs> and you can watch the program again. Yeah, and watch the program again. And then I, I was just looking at Psalm 124. It says, Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as a prey to their teeth. No, and right. so whatever's out there trying to big bad wolf, trying to get you in some area of life, maybe it's just your own thinking that you're having to get control of. We want to encourage you yeah. that you are you more to than declare a that this affliction yes. this disease this sickness not, will not arise a second time and that's Nahum 1 9 so we just are so grateful that you're out there watching listening viewing taking your time to take the opportunity that we want to provide for you to hear the word of God Amen. and to be encouraged in your faith and to not make it a religious kind of a seance, you know, but to really make it work for you. Well, darn it. Uh, again, we want to remind everybody and tell them as we leave the air today that you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors.